Hello everyone and welcome to the Healing My Earth, Healing Me podcast, the podcast where we explore different concepts and ideas on how our actions are affecting our environment and how that goes back to our own health and well-being. Hello everyone, I can't believe it's July. So much has happened this year and I can't believe I'm in a car in this campground and recording this podcast episode. It's been such a wonderful few weeks and I'm so excited that I get to share a bit about this with you. And to be quite honest, I have been struggling in terms of keeping with my own routines and sticking with what I actually want to do in terms of contributing to society as a whole in terms of reducing my waste. Um, Yeah, doing this trip with a few different people and not being able to easily access um, where we can actually dispose of our waste properly has been quite difficult. Um, So yeah, it's something that I'm playing around with and seeing the best ways we can still reduce waste in that way. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, Still being mindful of, like, obviously camping. One thing that we all keep in mind is to just leave no trace. And, yeah, we've stuck to that and disposed of our waste as properly as we can at the moment, although it is still not the best practice. Still not what I'm used to at home, Um, but baby steps. It's a new environment for me and for all of us. So, yeah, I'm excited to keep going with it and still still being mindful and inspiring everyone else with with me on this trip to do the same, hopefully. So fingers crossed. Anyway, I talked about that because it's Plastic Free July and it's highlighted to me that I have not been living plastic free as much as I wanted to specifically since being on this trip and yeah a bit about that's like out of my control from being with other people on this trip and a bit about that's like me not taking control over that as well so yeah last time we went shopping I just yeah took control and like look we don't have to use these plastic bags to keep our um put our carrots into like let's use the mushroom bags instead so and I found out that that's actually something that they hadn't thought of so yay to inspiring them to do that um yeah so I wanted to also acknowledge in this episode that plastic has been useful and it still is quite useful in our lives and just go through where it actually all started Where's plastic from? So plastic, if we go back to the etymology of the word, it's originally meant pliable and easily shaped. It's only really recently become a name for a category of materials called polymers. And that word means of many parts. Poly means many. So yeah. And polymers are made of long chains of molecules. Don't get me wrong, polymers are also in nature. And an example of a very common natural polymer is cellulose. That's the material that makes up the cell walls of plants. So over the last century and a half, we've actually learned how to make synthetic polymers, sometimes using natural substances like cellulose, but 
more often than not, using the abundant carbon atoms provided by petroleum and other fossil fuels as well. These are synthetic polymers. So, so the first synthetic polymer was invented in 1869 by John Wesley Hyatt, and he was inspired by a New York firm's offer of $10,000, which would have been quite a lot at the time, for anyone who could provide a substitute for ivory. So why this came about is because they found out that the growing popularity of the game Billiards has put a strain on the supply of ivory. And that's actually obtained through the slaughter of wild elephants. So by treating cellulose, which is derived from cotton fibre, with camphor, um, John Wesley Hyatt actually discovered a plastic that could be crafted into a variety of shapes and made to imitate natural substances like tortoiseshell, horn, linen and ivory. And these materials have previously been used to make jewellery and weapons and they're still used at the moment in certain parts of the world, but it's not, it's not as common as they used to be. And a lot of the demand from plastics actually came about from World War Two, And once World War Two finish, finished, a lot of the a lot of these industries and manufacturers actually got creative as to how can we actually use this material that's highly durable. So yeah, the usefulness of plastic. It's been so useful in medicine, in our houses, so plumbing, furniture, the devices that we have now, literally what I'm working out of at the moment, our cars... Surgeons and modern operating rooms perform better as well because of plastic. Artificial limbs that have been made of plastic has helped so many lives. So yeah, the application of plastics has definitely helped save a lot of lives. So problem with that is nature has no idea how to break it down. And we realised this in the 80s. We realised that the effects of this material and the concept of recycling actually started around that time as well. And that changed the way we look at plastic. So how can we take action? So you might think, oh, little old me, like, won't be able to make all this difference. But if everyone just chose one thing to change in their habits and their lifestyle, that's a lot of people that's changing behaviour together towards a shared goal, which is a world that's friendlier to our ecosystem. Alright, so onto this global movement, Plastic Free July. Absolutely love it because, yeah, it's a global movement that helps millions of people to be a part of the solution to plastic pollution. So we can have cleaner oceans, streets, beautiful communities, a cleaner earth, essentially. It's our home and... I wouldn't want people leaving their rubbish around my home. <laughs> so, yeah, thinking about it that way has changed it for me, definitely. And so a lot of this can be quite overwhelming. And I'm sure you can look up stats as to how many rubbish is actually produced every single day in your own country, and I'm not going to go through that. But there are easy switches that you can make, like using reusable cups, 
refusing straws or if you have your own reusable straw, feel free to go for that instead. Um, personally, yeah, I do have reusable straws. Some of them were given to me, some of them I have bought in the past, but now I'm thinking like, I don't actually even need to get reusable straws. I think it's fairly reasonable to just drink out of a cup. You don't really need straws for that. Um, but yeah, I know other people might have different preferences. So yeah. Um, another thing is always carry a bag for groceries or worst case, use boxes that they have in store. I've done this at Aldi for so long and doesn't really stop me from doing it at Coles and Woolies as well. So have a think about that next time you're grocery shopping. You don't really need to buy another reusable bag that's just going to sit in your car. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, those boxes you can reuse as well, or you can put them straight into the recycling. But essentially, bring your own stuff is probably the best way to do it. Um, you don't, probably don't even need to buy new reusable bags. You could easily make a tote bag from old clothes and old sheets that you might not want to use anymore. One thing I love as well is getting your clothes from op shops or getting them secondhand. I love having clothes swaps with friends. It's just so much fun. It's a good way to connect with your friends and also help the environment at the same time. So it's reducing all those clothes getting back into landfill. And there are some businesses like the Re-Club, who are based in Newcastle, who are facilitating clothes getting redistributed. And I love their point system. And definitely check out their website. I will put that in the show notes. Um, also, buying vintage as well. And there are so many shops online that you can purchase vintage items from or find a local op shop or local vintage shop. It's great. There's so many great treasures there. And it's just a wash away from making it wearable. Yeah. And I'm sure they wash it for you as well before they put it in store. So a great one that I'm shouting out on this episode is the Conscious Exchange, which I will have Emma on in a few weeks' time. They're in Newcastle in Lambton. I love that shop. And you can buy other eco goods there as well, like stuff for the kitchen that are biodegradable and soaps as well that don't really have packaging and stuff that you can reuse as well so yeah definitely look into them so in terms of using plastic bags for packaging I'm hoping that the more research goes into biodegradable plastics and plastics derived from plant sources the more businesses will be using them. That's if packaging is definitely essential. Oh, one thing I just... It's just a massive pet peeve of mine is seeing apples in supermarkets that are wrapped in plastic and is in this plastic tray. I don't understand what the need is for them and I, I don't claim to fully understand because I'm not an expert in that industry, but just feels really redundant. <laughs> um, there are, I bet, a lot of things that are fairly redundant. And yeah, that's for me, that's one of them. So 
try and buy nude food as much as you can. So if you're buying your fruits and veggies, yeah, I like using mushroom bags instead of the plastic bags if I don't have my produce bag, which you probably don't even need to buy a new produce bag. You could probably make your own from old clothes or old heat towels that you don't use anymore. And it's a good craft activity to do it with your friends or family. I love having craft afternoons with friends and it's such a good bonding experience as well. So yeah, those are some easy switches that I could think of and have done for myself as well. And I'm keen to hear what your switches are and how you're integrating these concepts into your life for yourself and for your family, kids, friends. It's a ripple effect, guys. So yeah, let's all just start with one thing. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And feel free to message me. I'd love to hear what you've done. I'm sure it'll inspire me. And we can share some ideas together. Maybe we can even have a craft afternoon when I get back. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear what you guys have to share. And let's get to switching to using more stuff that we already have and getting creative with being resourceful. Thank you for taking the time to listen to another episode of Healing My Earth, Healing Me. I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to connect with me on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. And I'm excited to catch you at the next episode.